Welcome to Personal Finance Decoded, where we talk everything money related, savings, budgeting, investing, stocks, bonds, real estate, get your money right. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to our inaugural uh, podcast episode of Personal Finance Decoded. My name is Howard Johnson, and I am the CEO and Executive Chairman of Young Money Solutions Incorporated. And with me today, we have my co-host, Mr. Brian Ferguson, who is the Executive Vice President and the Vice Chairman of Young Money Solutions Incorporated. Brian, please take it away. Say a few words. Hey, how's it going, everybody? We appreciate you joining in with our inaugural podcast. Looking forward to uh, basically empowering, encouraging you to be financial champions. So welcome. All right. Awesome. And so uh, to our audience, what we want to do now is just give you an understanding of why we have this podcast for Young Money uh, Solutions, why this podcast, Personal Finance Decoded, is here, what it's all about, what we're going to do. And before we get into that, we want to show you the why. The why. Why is Personal Finance Decoded uh, as a topic and as a podcast important for you and in your life? So we're going to go over some statistics right now. 69% of Americans have less than $1,000 in their savings account. And this is according to a Go Banking, Go Banking Rates Saving Survey from 2019. 69% of Americans have less than $1,000 in their savings account. 45% of Americans have $0 in their savings account. You heard me. $0 in their savings account. 45% of Americans. Same survey, Go Banking Rates saving survey of 2019. That is horrendous. Moving right along, 78% of U.S. workers live paycheck to paycheck to make ends meet. And that's according to a career builder survey from 2017. Uh, That is also a crazy statistic. When I first saw that, I was just appalled to know that 78% Over three quarters of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. Uh, 37% of Americans said they would use a credit card, take out a personal loan, or ask family members for financial help to handle unexpected expenses. And that's according to a bank rate financial security index survey from this year, 2020. But I'm wondering if that was before or after COVID-19, which would be very interesting because I'm sure that 30% of Americans or even a higher number actually had to do that once COVID-19 hit this year. So uh, our final statistic that we're going to share with you, within the past year, 28% of American families experienced a financial emergency. And that's according to a Federal Reserve report 
on the economic well-being of U.S. households, and that's also from 2020. And I'm wondering if that's before or after COVID-19, because if it's before, then obviously that 28% would be a uh, higher number than it actually is reported in that particular statistic. So, ladies and gentlemen, we definitely are in a financial slash savings crisis here in America post-COVID. And as you just heard, a lot of those statistics were before COVID-19 hit. So some of those numbers from 2020 would, uh, I'd hazard a guess that they're probably a bit higher than they're reported in those stated statistics. So given those statistics, what we're going to do now is move on to something else that's also remarkable, but in a negative way. And it is something that Brian and I really took a look at, <laughs> uh, a painstaking look at, and it, it was just really, really harrowing for us to see and realize uh, what's going on as far as wealth in America. So, According to the Federal Reserve Board Survey of Consumer Finances 2017, the wealthiest 1% of families in the United States of America hold about 40% of the wealth. 1% of families, you heard it correctly, 1% of the wealthiest families in the United States owned, own about 40% of the wealth. 9% own an additional 35% of the wealth. So what that means is that 10% of the wealthiest families in America own 75% of the wealth in this country. That's three quarters of the wealth, which leaves for the rest of us, the bottom 90%, we own or hold just 25% or one quarter of all the wealth. Now, I mean, that sounds as bad as it sounds on its face, but we have a wealth gap map, a map of the United States of America that really breaks those numbers down by percentages, by pieces of the landmass of America. And it just looks appalling. We're going to link that to the show notes uh, at the bottom um, for you guys to take a look at that map. But those statistics are, are I mean, just hair-raising and very tragic. Brian, do you have anything that you'd like to add uh, given those statistics that I just read off? Yeah, I mean, uh, the most staggering and jaw-dropping reality is that no, this is uh, supposed to be the most powerful nation in the world. And just saying the fact that, you know, about three quarters of the population are basically struggling is just uh, mind-blowing. And it goes beyond minorities. It goes into, you know, other, you know, other uh, races uh, or whatnot. And definitely after seeing the, the map, it kind of puts it all in perspective, you know, and 
And like we, something has to be done about that. Right, right, right. Yeah, and so uh, given those statistics, you know, personal finance, obviously financial literacy is something that's very important to us. And uh, this is the reason why we created the nonprofit organization known as Young Money Solutions Incorporated. And we are a registered nonprofit organization in the state of Florida coming to you out of uh, Tampa, Florida, beautiful Tampa, Florida. And um, personal finance decoded is a part of what we do here at Young Money Solutions. Now, what's interesting is, you know, we've been in existence as Young Money Solutions since May of 2019. And uh, before I go any further in explaining how Young Money Solutions, the name came about, I just want to let you all know that out there in the world with people who we come into contact with, organizations, groups, whatever have you, they think that Young Money Solutions is exclusively about young people. No, that's that's just the name. And there's a reason behind the name. And I'll tell you right now what it is. So Young Money was chosen deliberately and intentionally, specifically to distinguish us from two other groups. So keep in mind the statistics that I told you about the 1%, the 9%, and the 90%, because we're going to tie it all into that. Old money. Old money is what you uh, think of when you say the names J.P. Morgan, Andrew Carnegie, John D. Rockefeller. So throughout American history, these the names from over 150, 200 years uh, ago, when you hear those names, you think about the fact that these men were very wealthy, and even today, uh, their names still carry a lot of power and synonymous with wealth, and uh, their heirs and descendants still have uh, generational wealth that's been passed down from these uh, wealthy gentlemen. So they're old money, okay? That's old money. New money is represented by the LeBron Jameses and the Mark Zuckerbergs and the Michael Jordans. These are people who weren't born into inherited wealth or legacy wealth. Uh, their money's not passed down um, from four generations ago. These are men and women who, from their talent or their ideas, their determination, um, they became uh, very wealthy and well-known to us all uh, because of the things that they do or can do or have done. Their companies, their branding, their athletic ability, they are new money, which distinguishes them from old money. So young money would be that 90%, the rest of us, the working class folks, the blue collar people, those of us who have nine to fives and, you know, who are trying our best to make ends meet. We represent young money because for all intents and purposes, our money is young, i.e. not as much as old money and new money. So it's young, which means right, there's right. very little of it, so to speak. 
And so that's why we're called Young Money Solutions, um, to distinguish us from those other two categories. And also, if you think about it, it fits right in line with the map, the breakdown, because you can say John D. Rockefeller and co., they represent old money. That's the 1%. You can put the LeBron Jameses and those guys um, in the 9% uh, that own the 35% of the wealth. And then the young money uh, crew that represents blue collar working people like you and I, that, that's us who are in the 90% that own 25% of the wealth. And so Young Money Solutions Incorporated was created specifically with these statistics and this information in mind. Um, but as a nonprofit, what we wanted to do was, you know, we wanted to create an organization that would get out there in our community and in our country and provide low to moderate income individuals, minority communities, and underserved populations, you know, underserved uh, with financial services and information. We wanted to provide them with financial literacy uh, opportunities and education. We wanted to provide them with money management skills and you know personal finance um, skills and training um, and basic uh, beginner investor education. So what we want to do through the vehicle of Young Money Solutions, Inc. is provide them with opportunities for capital preservation and wealth accumulation using wealth as a relative term. But, you know, building that uh, small cushion for themselves, providing savings for themselves and, and just making sure that they're, they're taking care of their, their, their um, financial responsibilities. And so that's why Young Money Solutions was formed. Brian, do you have anything to add to that? Yeah, I mean, I just want to say, you know, again, it just came, you know, it was forged in, again, just of uh, us seeing the lack of education that, that the underserved populations and little moderate income minor, minority communities uh, have, you know. The whole thing is that we want to want to help people learn how to preserve that wealth as well as how to, to create wealth, you know. Uh, unfortunately, those things are not taught in those type of communities. All right. That's awesome. And so, yeah, you know, now that we've explained what uh, Young Money Solutions is, you know, we can segue into personal finance decoded. As you can see, you know, this is just uh, another medium for us to get the financial literacy information out there, um, for us to educate, you know, empower and encourage um, our listening audience and our client population who we deal with. And by the way, educate, encourage, and empower is the motto for Young Money Solutions. Um, and so that's, that's what we plan to do through um, our presentations, through our seminars and workshops, through our podcast, Personal Finance Decoded. The aim is to get the information out there, to empower people, um, to encourage them, to help them to get over those feelings of guilt and fear about their own money. You know, the mistakes that they've made fiscally and 
financially and not knowing where to turn to get answers and to figure out what the next move is and how to dig themselves out of these holes with credit and debt um, and not knowing how to save and how to put money aside and protect their wealth or protect their money. Um, you know, personal finance decoded is just another avenue for us to get that message out there. So over the course of the life span of this podcast, you know, we're going to, we're going to do it with roundtable discussions with um, members from the financial independence community from, you know, the personal finance field, you know, from investing and um, credit and debt and, you know, retirement investing, you know, we're going to have guests on across the spectrum of financial uh, everything. And even outside of that, you know, things that tie may tie in indirectly. We're going to have um, panel discussions with members of our executive team as well. And we're going to have trivia. You know, we're going to have some prizes and giveaways, um, some Q&A uh, that we're going to, we're going to read some questions on the show and answer them on the show. And then sometimes we're just going to have shows that entirely uh, speak to Q&A. And we're right. also going to do some live streaming via YouTube, Facebook, when there's special personal finance and fintech events going on around the country or around the world, we're going to tune in live and have our, our a co-host and guest there with us to really discuss and provide some background and context as to what's going on. But we're excited about this yep. podcast. Um, we're excited to bring it to you. We're excited about what we have going on with Young Money Solutions and, um, We'll put our website uh, and all of our uh, contact information in the show notes below um, so that you can get in contact with us and you can find out more about what we do um, and partner with us so that we can, um, you know, make things, help you to make things better for you uh, through the course of your financial journey. Brian? Yeah, so I just encourage everybody to make sure, subscribe and follow our podcast because again the beauty with the podcast is as we gain more information as we learn more things ourselves because you know we're on this journey ourselves we're going to be able to you know create podcasts with it you know unfortunately we're not able to visit every city every town but what we can do is uh, record a show and put it online so i uh, just encourage you to to follow and don't be a stranger again we gonna have our contact information in the show notes Send us emails. Uh, if you have any questions, feel free to send those. And if there's anything particular that you want us to talk about, whether it be investing in the stock market, investing in real estate, anything having to do with financial literacy, you know, drop us a note, drop us a line, and we will follow up with you. All right. Thank you, Brian. And ladies and gentlemen, that brings us to the end of our inaugural podcast episode on personal finance decoded. And so I want to leave you with these, uh, these few words. In the post-COVID world, let's hit our personal uh, finance reset buttons and live a life of financial intentionality. We can inform and impact the world around us by becoming financially literate and fiscally responsible in our personal lives. And we can start with our own spheres of influence. Let's each one teach one 
and each one reach one. Until next time on Personal Finance Decoded, positive vibrations and cool runnings. We out.